Welcome to the Friends of the Rant podcast. We've got two interviews lined up today with artists who are playing Carolina Indie Fest at Hugger Mugger Brewing in downtown Sanford on September 23rd and 24th. For more information about Carolina Indie Fest, visit www.huggermuggerbrewing.com. First up is Mike Dillon of Mike Dillon and Punkadelic. This is Super Spreader by Mike Dillon.
man, Mike Dillon and Punkadelic uh, joining us this week. Um, this is one I'm really excited about because the name jumped out at me. And when I checked you out, I was just I didn't know what to expect, what to make of the name. And sometimes you get a sense of what you might be hearing based on a name. But this just blew me away because it was like it was like something from another planet. So if you want, could you just kind of introduce yourself and talk about talk about what you do and what people can expect at Carolina Indie Fest? Hey, I'm Mike Dillon, and uh, thanks for having me, Gordon. I yeah. play the electric vibraphone, and I also uh, play lots of other percussion, and I write rants that I uh, <laughs> sometimes people would say I was singing, but it's, it's more like just a screaming hip-hop sort of influence style. Sometimes people compare my vocals to Tom Waits or Captain mm -hmm. Beefheart, and uh we have this great keyboardist in the band named Brian Haas, who was in this band called the Jacob Fred Jazz Odyssey. Uh -huh. And he's an amazing Rhodes player, and he plays uh, synth bass. And then we have this incredible female drummer who's actually from the North Carolina air area. Uh, she did a lot of time in Raleigh. Her name's okay. Nikki Glaspie. She's played with Beyonce and with Dumpster Funk and all kinds of people. And she's a powerhouse wow. drummer. And uh, she's really incredible. So right after the pandemic, we started all playing together. And Nikki and I uh, come to know each other because she has her own band called The Nth Power. And she also plays uh, with Ivan Neville and his band Dumpster Punk. She used to play with him. Okay. So I'd run into her at festivals. And punk rock's always been a big part of my thing. Yeah. Um, so, because I, you know, I, I saw like Bad Brains and, and punk rock show, you know, yeah. Firehose, bands like that back in the 80s and Fishbone. And, of course, the Red Hot Chili Peppers in 85 and, uh, I mean, 86. So I've always was attracted to the energy of punk rock. But I grew up being classically trained and uh, I went to jazz school at North Texas. So, you know, they, my label likes to call it punk jazz, but I just call it music. Yeah. And, um. And the fact that you said it sounds like something from another planet, that makes me happy because yeah. that's my main main goal is to, to make music that, that defies genres and, and just somehow is good. But, it, you know, to me, like back in the old days, like I, I love the punk rock bands that were in Texas because at the end of the day show, they would always say, go start your own band. And, and that's yeah. a feeling that, that I still want to have. I've gone and seen a lot of music this summer. I haven't been touring much this summer and, I want to like see bands and leave the show go, yeah, I want to go home and play. Cause that's the way it was when I, I was in high school and junior high and I was seeing yeah. music. You know, I grew up loving Rush and Led Zeppelin. You know, when I was 10 years old, Led Zeppelin 4 came out and I went and bought that record because I heard it on the radio because yeah. Stairway to Heaven was huge. You know, so like to me, that's sort of the main mission in our music is to have the energy, to have stuff that keeps it interesting for us but to also not be so pedantic that you lose everyone. So to me, the, the, you know, the way I play vibes is very visceral and energetic and, and, and it's a high energy show. So um, it's sort of our mission, but yeah, so Nikki, I'd run into her at these festivals and she'd be like, I want to play punk rock. So I'd be uh -huh. like, well, yeah, let's play together. And, and because of the pandemic, everyone was at home. I made three records during the pandemic. And had friends from all over the country sending, sending me stuff. Like JP from Clutch played on 
drums wow. on one song. My buddy Matt Chamberlain played drums on another. Um, you know, on one song, Nick from Cage the Elephant played guitar. Wow. Then I got like my regular New Orleans people, and it was really cool to make this big gumbo of of music and just put it together in the studio and then figure out how to tour it as a trio. And Brian and I, the, the keyboardists, we go way back. Because I had this band called Billy Goat that was more along the lines of like, if the Chili Peppers met Cra Crash Worship. Uh -huh. uh, I don't know if you know about Crash Worship from the 90s, but they were a completely uh, drum bass, cacophonous, they had fire. It was almost <laughs> like old school Burning Man or something, but I don't think they would like that word. It was really intense. Mm -hmm. And that's what Billy Goat went for because it, the drumming thing has always been the center of my mission, not just the vibes, but I saw Tito Puente when I was young, uh, la, you know, in, in those, uh, those kind of bands, the salsa bands, you know, the percussion is the driving force. So I don't just want to appropriate to use a hip word and, you know, uh, liberal circles or whatever you want to call it, progressive circles. I've always been trying to take things and make it somehow make it my own. I mean, uh, and be inspired. And, that, and that's what I love about music. You know, going to music school at a young age, I discovered that the history of black American music and, and ha has all, have always been really inspired by it. And uh, living down in New Orleans, that's mainly where I live. You know, like there's such a cross cultural um I hate to use that word gumbo, but, you know, yeah. Dr. John would be playing with the hippest black musicians in town. And that tradition today comes, is still there where like I can, I'll be doing a gig with Ivan Neville or, or with George Porter Jr. or with Johnny Vodakovich, you know, the great drummer from New Orleans. He's played with us a lot. And Johnny played with Professor Longhair. And, you know, there's just so much in music, you learn by worshiping your elders. In a lot of pop culture, it's very ageist. Yeah. But that's one thing about New Orleans. It's not ageist. The, the mu young musicians look up to the older musicians. And when I moved there nearly 20 years ago, I'd been playing for a long time, but I just felt like I was a kid. And I got to go around and see all these great musicians uh, and, and get to play with some of my heroes. So... And, and within my band, you know, I, I like to think that sometimes I have nothing but young musicians in my band. So it, it, it's a multifaceted thing I do with my music. And somehow at the end of the day, there's uh, we try to make music that's different. And it, it's more about the creativity than the, say, commercial success. You, so there you have it. There's a long way. Yeah, no. Doing. <laughs> it's wonderful. That's wonderful. In In listening to your music, that's you kind of referenced that something that struck me was, you know, there's so many elements to this and it's, it's like, it's very, um, every, every iteration of it's going to be unique. So when you put a band together to present this material, it's going to be different than the, uh, than the recording just out of necessity because you have people all over, all over the country sending you things. So how can you talk a little bit about your live setup versus what's on the records? Yeah. Um, live, because of touring economics, especially for a band my size, um, the, the main focus has been for this touring cycle with, with the great Brian Haas. He's, he's an amazing keyboardist and mm -hmm. he can cover the bass. And then with drummers, I always just 
get a lot of drummers. So for the night that I'm playing at the Indie Rock Fest, I'm going to have Nikki with me. But the next night, I'm going to have Nikki and Claude Coleman Jr. from Ween playing with me. Oh, wow. And, and so I, I probably, within my touring thing, I have, uh, and then I have like some New Orleans, a New Orleans bass player, a couple of different guitar players I'll use sometimes. For, for Lately, I haven't been touring with guitar players, although I, I am starting to tour with bassists. Mm-hmm. And then when, um, when I'm in New Orleans, I, I bring in um, different guitar players, bassists. Uh, there's this fiddle player. He's incredible. So um, I like to mix it up and keep it fresh for myself. But the thing about this lineup that's coming out, we, it's my main, I would call it my A-team for the, that I have for the Indie Fest. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're great players. They, I, I let them go. That's one thing we do with, with the live set. We'll play the song. We don't necessarily try to recreate it just like it's on the record. We'll do the song, and especially with Brian and Nikki. I'll play my part. If I have a solo, I'll play my solo and I get out of the way and let those two, because they have such an incredible, almost cosmic connection, telepathy, where I don't even know where they go sometimes. And it's it's, it's great. You know, Nikki's 36, 37, and, and her whole concept of drumming, you, you can tell it's rooted in gospel and funk. Mm-hmm. But over the past three years of playing with her, I, I joke that some nights I'm like, Nikki, you could play drums in Bad Brains now. (laughs) (laughs) Or or you you could be the new drummer in Foo Fighters. I mean, she's a powerhouse. And and that's the thing, too. I like, like, people, when we open for Clutch, you know, my buddy Jape, those guys are friends of mine. They got us out to open for them, do a Mm -hmm. tour with them. And they're in the metal world, you know, hard rock world, and they would see my instrument, which is a xylophone, a vibraphone, and you could tell the arms were crossed, the dubiousness was in written all over their faces, like, what the heck are these guys doing here with that goddamn xylophone? <laughs> and then we would come out and rock, and afterwards there'd be big dudes, like, with, you know, Harley's shirts on or whatever, they like, Hey man, that was fucking kick ass. First, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. And then after the second song, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. You know, good xylophone playing, man. And I just smile and say, thank you. Y'all are awesome. You know, and I, I guess that's like, I, I was talking to someone about the younger generation and with video and with YouTube and Facebook, you, you can look up a band and see plenty of clips of what they're doing right. live. And we were playing in Jacksonville last year, um, and the bartender there had looked up my Dylan Punkadelic, and unlike your reaction, she was just, I guess she saw a song she didn't like or something, and she told me, and this is after the set, she goes, oh my God, that was incredible, I had such a great time, and I gotta say, I watched some of your videos on YouTube, and I came to work going, I'm gonna hate this fucking band. (laughs) And, And, you know... And I think the young generation likes, because you can, you can see what you're going to get before you get there. Yeah. But when I saw Bad Brains the first time, I was told, dude, come to the show. There's this cool hardcore reggae band from D.C. playing, man. You got to see them. And I had no idea I was about to see a nuclear bomb go off. Right. Like bodies flying. I'd never been to a hardcore show. It was incredible. So, you know, I've been trying to do that more this summer. And... um just go see music and 
last night I went and saw Bill Maher. And uh-huh. part of me is just like, oh, I'm tired. I, I played in New Orleans with Anders Osborne and, and friends. Ivan Neville was on the gig. Um, great sax player from New Orleans. A bunch of folks. And I was tired because I'd woken up at 3.30 a.m. Talk, caught a flight back. But I'm glad I went to this show because I couldn't leave. Like, I'd even told the guy who took me, I was like, I might, might have to leave early. I'm really exhausted. And seeing Bill speak for two hours, I was laughing the whole time. And, you know, and inspired. I'm inspired this morning. So I think that's what art and music and comedy, it, it should do. It should make our lives uh, inspired. Yeah. Well, did, um, do you want to take the opportunity to tell our listeners, you know, where they can check your music out? Um, I'm sure you're on all the streamers and all that, but if you wanted to drop a website or band, yeah, or you know, my like website that. is Mike Dylan Vibes, and I'm on all the platforms: uh, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes. I'm on Royal Potato Records. You know, okay. uh, it's, it, my Instagram is Punkadelic with a K on the end, and. Um, if you like what we sell, you know, I got like, we make vinyl and we do 500. My label does 500 limited runs of all my records. And I have a couple, you know, a couple left. I should still have some because the record came out about a year and a half ago, about a year ago. And um, I'm starting to run out of records. And so I should have some vinyl with me in North Carolina. And uh, yeah, you can message me. I, I run my social media. I don't have someone doing it. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll answer back to you any questions you have about the music.
That was Shoot the Moon by Mike Dillon and Punkadelic, who are playing Friday, September 23rd at Carolina Indie Fest, Hugger Mugger Brewing in downtown Sanford. For more information about Carolina Indie Fest, visit huggermuggerbrewing.com. Next up, we've got Big Break out of China Grove, North Carolina. This is Song for a Rainy Day by Big Break. used to be exactly who I wanted to I used to do what I wanted to do back when I was maybe one or two As I got old I never found no pot of gold I think all that glitters is distracting and only for show But I got friends Even if we only talk every now and then They hold me down and they lift me up Pat yourself on the back if you were one of them This isn't much It's just a song for a rainy day A tune to play when your sky is falling And you don't have anything to say This isn't much But I hope that it helps you too Temporarily forget about all of the things that you're supposed to say and do, yeah. The little stuff Like when you feel yourself on buzz And you're hoping that it's someone And it turns out to be the person you were hoping that it was Or when you fail And you confide in misery And the person that you tell doesn't try to beat your story They just hit you with a little sympathy And then some time goes by And now that same friend confides in you About the same damn thing Cause they know that you know what they're going through And just like that, this isn't much It's just a song for a rainy day A tune to play when your sky is falling And you don't have anything to say This isn't much But I hope that it helps you too Temporarily forget about all of the things that you're supposed to say and do. Temporarily forget about all of the things that you're supposed to say and do.
So our guest this week is uh, David Myers from the band Big Break. Um, thanks for thanks for joining me, David. Yeah, why don't you? Yeah, why don't you just start by telling us about Big Break and you know how long you guys been playing and and what it is that you do. Uh, we we Big Break has been around since 2010. We put out okay. our first uh, EP entitled just self break uh, self self titled uh, you know Big Break, and. Um, I've got the same key player, but I've got a different, you know, drummer and bassist over the last like five years. Uh, we added a couple of new guys and kind of changed over a little bit, but um, we're actually putting out our fourth and fifth album next weekend. Uh, oh, wow. September, yeah. September 17th. Um, one, one is a full length. We're going to have vinyls of it and stuff like that. And then the other one's just kind of a, like a B-sides, like songs that we've been kicking around forever and just never really tracked and just wanted to put them out there. We're not kind of, we're not even really featuring any of it. We're just kind of throwing, you know, slipping it out there on the low. Right. Along, stuff. Alongside the, the, the main album. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's like stuff that never really found a home before. Or... Yeah. Some of the stuff we've played out and, you know, yeah, it doesn't always fit in with the, um, with the album, which our, our, our stuff is really kind of all over the place. We probably, uh, like it, just like our, our first album, this, this new one is, uh, we actually call it big break Two because it's, it's just stylistically kind of similar to the first one from how it starts in an acoustic range with like Americana folk style stuff. And then kind of has like a, <laughs> you know, you flip the record and you got like a funk song and like a real groovy song and then like a prog rock, like jam kind of song. And it's kind of all over the place, but a little yeah. something for everybody. The the songs that you sent, um, it's funny, you know, the one of the things that jumped out at me is like I picked up a, maybe a sublime influence and yeah. I see you're wearing a red hot chili peppers t-shirt yeah. <laughs> and um i mean those are two things that definitely i, I felt you know uh, I, I don't want to say it sounds just like it but I, I it feels like it's coming from those those sort of same sort of places is that is that stuff that you've always been into absolutely yeah you know i got into like classic rock like i feel like a bunch of guitars and stuff like that and then mellowed out a little bit and started hearing these like the bass music i guess is what i would say it's like just a lot more focus on the low end and the rhythm and stuff like that and yeah that that stuff appealed to me and then the kind of lyric delivery that that anthony i guess has and you know i, I definitely picked up some of that so uh, do you do all the writing for the band yes sir yes sir I, I write the songs and play the guitar and and you know we we write a little bit together i'll come to them with an idea and uh maybe hope that they can kind of feeling some of the spaces musically you know they're all they're all better than me we're <laughs> all, all great musicians I, I just have a little bit of things to say and so we kind of you know fit together that way that's one of the 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 biggest keys to being a musician is you know surround yourself with people that that make you look good you know <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, i mean listening to your music it doesn't sound I, it, there's um it sounds really collaborative in a way but it also sounds like it comes from a place where you know this is a maybe not fully formed song but you've you've got a vision for it from the beginning it can be it could be stripped down to you and a guitar if necessary but at the same time you've got this real collaborative sort of energy going on so do you guys go through a lot of iterations in terms of like 
the song arrangements and what goes where and what instruments to use and what instruments not to use that sort of thing yeah yes and no i guess you know it's like um I do have a pretty well-rounded idea when I come to them, but also I also try to uh, take their input, you know, just um, and and let them influence the songs any way they can. I think I sent you "Song for a Rainy Day." That's our newest single that we've released. Uh huh. And uh, that one, honestly, the guys had maybe been through it. Well, I think one practice, uh, one rehearsal, we sat sat there and messed with it, played it through a couple times, two or three times. And they didn't have, they really didn't know what they were going to do when we went into the studio, even. Uh I mean, we had a couple other songs that we were going to knock out over uh, the course of a weekend. And, but we we got in there and they were like, man, let's just keep it simple. And, you know, my bassist almost didn't even contribute a bass line to it. He was just kind of like, I don't think it needs it. But then he ended up doing what he did, which is just extremely sounds simple, but I've played it with different musicians and they don't, it's hard to, to, to keep with them with my guys. It's, it's a palette that they kind of give me to, you know, sit on top of and, and do my thing. So. Yeah. 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 You said song for a rainy day. And uh, this other one looks like it might have one of them might be the album title, uh, but it's, it's head full of melodies and run with it. Uh, run with it was probably the other one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah can't remember if I seen that or one more time is one I, I, I like to lead with uh, the song called one more time, but yeah, run with, okay. it. we had a uh, friend come in and do some trumpet on there and, you know, just, uh, had, and just have a little fun with it. And yeah, that was off our, uh, uh, 2019 release, which was a, a full length, um, called head, head full of melody. Okay. Okay. And yeah. so, um, song for a rainy day is, is that one off? Is that off the new? The new it's one that's coming out. That's coming, yeah. That one's that one's coming out September seventeenth. It'll be it'll be streaming everywhere, and uh, we're having a little okay. party in our in our hometown in Salisbury. We've rented out a um, like a historic uh, theater that they used to you know put on plays and stuff like that. Yeah, with. and we're gonna you know have a little have a little show there, and that's that that's exciting. And then of course the week after is Indie Fest. Yeah, I mean that's that's really cool that you guys are going to be you know essentially supporting a brand new record. Do you um yeah. do you do you expect to play a lot of stuff off that new record, or do you kind of pull from if you got ten years worth of music or to twelve? It sounds yeah. like yeah, we usually with a because we're looking at an hour set at Indie Fest, and we we usually have to cut a good handful of songs, and we kind of like to cater it to the area because if you listen to the first album or this new album you'll see that we have like a good handful of like i said the acoustic like um singer songwriter almost like paul simon feel kind of thing i should have sent you one of those i it's we're all over the place man and and but we'll probably have like a section of our set that'll be that and then a section that'll kind of hit that funk uh feel and you know have you tapping your foot or whatever i don't know we, we'll, we'll be all over the place it's it's tough i, yeah. I, usually, I usually procrastinate on set lists <laughs> well it sounds like you've got a lot to pull from so that's but that's a good problem to have yeah yeah worst case we can we can wing it and have a pretty cool set but i like to be a little bit prepared when it's when it's a short and sweet one like that so that's fun that's fun but a sound guy you know with all that it's gonna be it's gonna be beautiful out there so you mentioned um uh, renting out a place in your hometown of Salisbury, but you guys are you guys operate out of Cherry Grove. 
No, China Grove. China Grove. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We I, Cherry Grove will be nice. That would be a, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would be a little bit more nice uh, coming home, but no, Salisbury is where we kind of claim as home. China okay. Grove is where I actually live. It's right next to Salisbury, and that's yeah. I got confused there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why we're yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, where have you been playing over the last several years? Well, honestly, it's funny that the last several years, not a whole lot. Of well, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we pandemic we, excluded. We're one that yeah, we're one that let the pandemic roll us, but um, otherwise, just around the Carolinas, we we like to stretch out towards the mountains a little bit. We've been up to, um, you know, Ch- Chapel Hill and stay, that area a little bit. You know, Pittsburgh and mm-hmm. Hillsborough rather, and uh, we go out to Wilmington. We've got a little crew out there that'll kind of show up for us in wilmington carolina beach area out at the coast we used to play up in um the outer banks well i I was kind of (laughs) i i when when we were moving around a lot more i would i would schedule us around uh destination type areas you know so in the winter go somewhere where i could snowboard (laughs) yeah summers go somewhere where we could surf you know yeah well and it's funny that's probably why cherry grove popped into my head because I, I hear it you know, not, not capital B beach music, but I, I think of the beach and I think of, I, you know, I grew up in, uh, I grew up in suburban San Diego and I lived in, I lived at Curie beach for a while. And at that, at that time, the, the music we're talking about, red hot chili peppers, you know, sublime, those things were big at the time. So I, it just, it, it took me to the beach when I heard it and I, I saw China Grove, but mistook it for cherry Grove because I had, I had the ocean in mind. That's but it, it it makes sense. You said you know people you you've got a contingent in Wilmington that'll that'll show up for you, and that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, so I've, I've um, this is kind of irrelevant, but I uh, we were we were a lot more active before 2014. I had a um, I had a motorcycle accident and broke my back, so I became paralyzed below. Oh my, wow! Below my chest, like. So my whole core gone, my legs, all that, not gone, just, uh, I can't use them. Uh, right. Wow. So it changed, it changed our dynamic a lot. Uh, and over the next few years, you know, we kind of, I kind of lost a couple members and we kind of re- regrouped and, and we've been kind of on the, you know, pushing our way back out of the box. I, I feel like for a long time and then yeah. released the 2019 album. And then of course, months later, uh, covid kind of kicked us in the butt so we went back in the studio and just were determined to you know just get everything that we had done recorded and out of the way so we could just kind of go back to writing i like this this bassist i have now is real creative and Mm -hmm. uh, the you know the drummer he's they've been playing together for a couple decades so i mean it's really going to be fun to get in the get in the practice space and, and write some music with them yeah you you've probably had to answer this question but does having an experience like that influence your songwriting i mean i I picked up on a lot of you know real introspective and thoughtful lyrics does 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 that factor into what you write from a lyrical perspective or do you just kind of go all over the place yeah yeah i think it it not forced me but kind of uh lent lent its uh hand in giving me like a lot of Sure, introspective and like um, thoughtful lyrics. I guess a lot of uh, therapeutic 
uh, type stuff really for me, you know, yeah. it's a, lot of, a lot of messages I'm trying to remind myself. And then I just, I'm like, well, everybody else needs to hear this or, you know, whatever. It's, it's a good thing to say. Just, yeah. It's kind of like Willie Nelson's talking about, you can't, can't write nothing if you don't have nothing to say or something like that. You know, yeah. Gun Willie album is, that's kind of what I, I feel like it's, that's, that's what I have to say. If I'm, you know, if I'm going to write about something, that's just what I'm, what i'm feeling what i'm talking about to myself on a daily basis and i just think it's a good uh good voice to have in your head anyways yeah absolutely um do you want to talk about where people can find your music i mean i know everybody's streaming these days and so that's obvious yeah. but you know mention your website your social media all that stuff yep 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 so uh bigbreaknc.com uh is our is our website and you can kind of find links to everything from there but yeah if you're instagram facebook all that is big break uh music nc or big break nc music try those but i don't you know it's one or the other but uh we're we're on you know those those spots and spotify apple music wherever you're streaming music at you can search uh big break and usually that'll be the only artist that that's the only artist that usually will come up and uh you know, um, eventbrite.com, you can get our tickets, uh, for this upcoming show. And then, you know, also, like I said, on the website, pretty much you can just get everything from our website, bigbreaknc.com. So that's, yeah. that's the main one. Yeah. How did it, um, how did it come about the opportunity for you guys to play Indie Fest? How'd you find out about it? Uh, we were, this was, this was super fortunate that they, um, called us about it. Um, we got in touch with uh, Tim from Hugger Mugger sent us a an email. It was uh, some friends of ours. Pale Face, he's a guy. Oh yeah, yeah, he's super songwriter, and so he's actually a friend of mine. They live down in Concord, which is just you know spit away from us, and so we yeah. we see them all the time, and uh, you know I'm going to see Pale Face for I guess like. 15 years I, I think maybe i've probably seen a couple dozen of his shows and yeah. finally we just end up ended up talking and shared some shows together and stuff like that but i think they were uh they they probably put our name in for a okay put a recommendation in for us so, so awesome just, yeah i think i think it's really cool this kind of scaled down version of the event you know they had it last year and it was different promoter and you know different setup their bands all over stages all over downtown and this is just a smaller thing but it's almost entirely north carolina bands mm. um but it's also cool that it's not you know any one thing there's there's sort of something for everybody and i think i think that's really cool um and i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys bring yeah yeah likewise yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to catching the other acts and it's cool to be a part of something like this where all these it's like an intersection of different uh crowds you know that that show up for this kind of thing so yeah we're excited to be a part of it absolutely and it's always, it's always so much fun playing for people that haven't heard because I, I haven't really made many phone calls in the last couple of years as far as hey book my band i just am i'm gun shy i guess because we got a lot of nice gigs canceled uh twice now you know it's like i, I yeah. came out of woodworks and booked some more but so for this this is just a this is going to be a fun opportunity to play outside of our uh area a little bit and play for some people that might not have heard what we have to offer yeah have, have you guys have never played here before not in sanford no 
No, we well, don't think we've ever been that way. I think Fayetteville and Greensboro is kind of the closest we've been to the to this spot. So yeah, it's sort of a town where um, you know I didn't grow up here, but I've lived here since the mid '90s, and you know I hear all these stories about you know back in the day, back in the day, you know Joan Jett and the Blackhearts or the New Kids on the Block or whatever name the big act they were apparently here, but in my time here, there hasn't been a music scene until the last few years, and um, you know, people from here, I think, are going to show up, and and hopefully, we'll get a, a big crowd from from outside the area. But I think, in particular, uh, I think you guys will go over well because I think there's an there's an appetite for for the the, the sorts of things that I'm hearing that you do. So cool. I, I expect it to go well. Great, yeah, yeah, and I'm hoping. So you know, I think we'll probably have a couple of people showing up from out of town and just you know maybe getting a hotel for the night. And, yeah, you know, it's a neat little two day uh, event. And it's not enough, you know, not being in a big city. I like you say, it's kind of has this cool personal feel and, and also not stretching it out across the entire town, which I know there might have been more people, but it's like, you know, just kind of focus up and, you know, get everybody in one spot so they can have a good time and enjoy this stuff. Under your sheets and three quarters of your body is already asleep Well if the feeling is there then you should get out of your bed And write them ideas down from out of your head Well you should go book a show or work on a song Or whatever it is that pushes your passion along Like Just keep pushing it along Falling into a lackluster routine I get out of bed and I brush my teeth I look in the mirror and whisper Good grief, it's another photocopy of a day I gotta find a new tune to play New words to say that I have not said A new reason to get out of my busted bed Like changing strings and lining up shows Yeah, yeah, putting down music that nobody knows Y'all, cause we all deal with the cause we get dealt So I put down on paper what my heart has felt I hope that I don't offend anyone If I put you in a song, it's all in good fun So let's be cool, come on, let's be friends Yeah, you keep making music forever and ever, amen Amen 
Something happens when you play the music right. You kill them and then you, you bring them back to life. You make them dance and laugh and then you make them cry. Reminding yourself what it means to be alive. To be alive. To be alive. That was Run With It by Big Break, who are playing Carolina Indie Fest at Hugger Mugger Brewing in downtown Sanford on Friday, September 23rd. For more information about Carolina Indie Fest, visit huggermuggerbrewing.com. 